This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Ops Authority. We are going to be talking on episode number 82 today. We're going to be talking about something very emotional, touchy-feely. <laughs> and it is all about the emotions of selling as a service provider. And I have just welcomed 26 amazing women, I'm going to call them the wonderfuls, into round eight of our Director of Operations Certification Program. This is after selling another 100 gals into this program over the last couple of years. And I also have five years of being a service provider myself where I was sharing services to other business owners and I know a thing or two about selling. That doesn't mean it comes natural. It doesn't mean it's exciting. It doesn't mean that it gets me anticipatory. It really brings up a lot of emotions and a lot of them are the kind of emotions that can stifle me and pull me back. Maybe even, I mean, it's just uncomfortable. It puts me out of my element. And I've had to do a lot of work about getting stronger, more resilient in the selling process. And so today I wanted to have a conversation with you about how I have done this. And also just to recognize that selling is a part of business. And it's also one of those things that does bring out a lot of emotion. So as a service provider, sales look a little bit different than they would in a product-based business. Buyers can't actually see or touch or feel the products like you could if you were buying stationery or a notebook or something like that. So when it comes to selling a service, you need to be able to articulate that service with a ton of confidence. And the ultimate goal is to be able to do this with ease. And I work on this all the time. It's less clear when you're selling a service, it's less clear than selling a product because you're selling transformation or a solution or intellectual property that's in your brain. It's not physical. So because of this, you're going to have a lot more emotion. It's not going to be an easy yes or no. Do I need this? Do I not need this? There's a lot of emotion in it. So at the end of the day, we are selling ourselves. And yes, people are buying you. It took a long time for me to actually believe that people were buying me. But after five years in business, Yes, they are absolutely buying me. And even when I think back to my corporate days, when I was looking at promotions and different areas in the business, absolutely, they were still buying me at that time. So I mentor operations experts every single day. And more times than not, they know what they're good at. They know who they want to work with, but they are scared to actively sell those things. And here's why. So service providers are selling services and services usually come with a pretty price tag because they're taking a lot of our time. Maybe we've got some intellectual property. Maybe we've got degrees and designations and certifications that we've invested in. So that 
service comes with a good price tag, a healthy price tag. So when we are selling things with a, the bigger the price tag, I see the more like worthiness questions I have. Am I worthy of doing this? Should I be doing this? Am I, should I really even be getting paid for this? Who's really going to buy this? Have you ever had questions like that, that pop up when you're selling maybe your top tier service? As you step into your zone or your place of excellence, you're going to work with larger businesses and maybe even industry icons, leaders, people that you've looked up to, maybe even celebrities. And with that, we question our genius. Are we really good at this? What if I get in over my head? What if they don't like my finished product? Or what if I don't get them the outcomes that they think I'm going to get? All of these are questions that I have legitimately had as I have gone through selling as a service provider. Because of this, the process of selling is one that slows a lot of operators down. It slows service professionals down. When I say it slows them down, it holds them back from actually having these conversations. You know what to do because you're amazing at that process. If you could just stay behind the scenes and just be the doer or the deliverer of that process, it sounds a little safe and comfortable. You've already got this mapped out, but the emotions create blocks for us. All those questions I just stated for you that I admit to having myself, they create a block for me. It makes me doubt. It makes me really question if I'm supposed to be here. And this is really the difference in being an entrepreneur versus an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur is the person who has the business, is comfortable in the sales process. Maybe they're not comfortable, but they have to sell the service. And an entrepreneur is that person who loves the process, is a master of the process, and does it inside of somebody else's business. So they can still be entrepreneurial, but they're inside someone's business. They're not having to do the marketing and sales piece. That may ring true to a lot of people who are listening here because a lot of operators have no business owning their own business because the sales and marketing creates such a block for them that they can't get into their zone or it slows them down from getting into their zone. When it slows them down from getting to this point of having a sales conversation, they don't generate the kind of income or revenue that they need to be proud of the work that they're doing, the time that they're spending. It's cyclical. So I would ask you just right now, is this something that you feel like you can overcome? Are you ready to do the work to have sales come a little bit more natural to you? I'm also going to be real and honest and transparent like I am all the time. I do believe I can overcome this, but I also know that sales create emotional blocks for me. So I have to prepare myself for this. I really have to prepare myself for this when we're going into a launch where it's not just a one-on-one conversation. Now I'm having a conversation with hundreds of people at one time. And so the amount of emotional protection that I need for this is really big, which is exactly why I'm talking to you guys about this right now. I'm just coming off of a sales opportunity, one where I had a webinar with hundreds of people listening to this message. Then Obviously, in the webinar situation, when I'm selling one to many, we give the webinar at the end or throughout the conversation and the presentation, we eventually get to the place where we are sharing the sell, where we are asking someone to partner with us. And just that right there, it's not selling. It's inviting someone to be a partner with me in the journey. I have been 
a director of operations. I know what it's like. I've created this content. I've mentored hundreds of women, thousands in my lifetime, but hundreds of women in this operational space. And I have to look back at the transformation that I have had the influence that I have had, the successes that other people have had as a result of this to equip my mindset, to equip my emotional energy to be able to go into this, to feel bold, to feel confident, to be able to answer those questions I I stated earlier with, yes, I know that I'm supposed to be doing this. Yes, this is actually priced correctly. Yes, this is worth it. Yes, I am good at this but it takes energy. And I just want to make sure that I convey that that I am not a rock star at this. I'm getting more comfortable as I do it. But every single time I have to equip myself. As I do that, I have to ask myself, am I addressing their concerns? Am I the right solution for their work? Because I know I'm not for everybody. Do I want to continue to do this work? Am I partnering with the right people? Am I doing this? Am I I selling this product for the right reason? Those are things that are really important to me, but you may have a, a list of other questions that make sense to you. And just because I'm selling this in a program setting, it's a program as a service, if you're doing project or retainer work, you're gonna have similar concerns. They're just gonna be with one person at a time. So you get on a call, you interact, you gather information, then the dreaded quote unquote pitch comes. You have probably fumbled over your words. You've overpromised. You've stumbled. You processed the information way too long. Maybe there was those awkward pauses in these sales calls. Ladies, this is all super normal. And these are reactions that you have to the fear when it comes to selling and sharing your brilliance. I have the exact same thing. And yes, I've stumbled, fumbled, processed, taken way too all of these things I have done over my journey. So here are a few things that I do to make sure that I'm prepared in any kind of selling situation. And this is hard. You have to train for hard. So yes, you've got to do the work to overcome this just as I do and as I am actively practicing. So here's a little bit of those action steps that I love to give you guys with anything that I am sharing. So first thing, You have got to prepare for each and every sales call. Mentally prepare. Think like an athlete. You got to get in shape. You've got to practice. Get in scenario-based situations where you are role-playing with others. Do research before the calls. I find that the more research I do before I hop on a call with somebody, whether it's a stranger, whether it's a friend of a friend, whether it's a referral, whether it's someone who came in through my website, the more research, the more information, the more data points I have for this person, the easier it is for me to have an organic, informed call. At the end of the day, I am looking for a conversation. Switch this from a sales call to a conversation. Because you're not guaranteeing, I don't want you to get into a situation where every single person that books with you turns into a sales call. I don't want there to be a sales conversation until you've had lots of time to do the second thing I'm going to tell you, which is to ask a lot of questions. You've already done the research. You're mentally prepared. Now you're asking questions. These questions allow you to understand if you are the right person to move forward with this also allows you to shine, to share some solutions. 
You want to display and easily be able to share solutions with people, whether they're going to buy from you or not. I love to be able to have frameworks ready to go. When people come to me and they're asking me, hey, I really want you and the hiring authority to help me with my upcoming hire. I really feel like I need this. I love to whip out a framework and say, hey, here's the situ- some of the things that we've talked about on this podcast, but you know, here's the difference in marketing and operations. Are you sure that you need this? Like, I will guide them through that. And that's all for free. It is literally because I've asked the right questions that I have something in my back pocket that can be valuable to them at this moment. And ladies, this allows me to feel very leaderly in this conversation. It allows me to be in my zone. I am more in a proactive stance than a reactive stance, but I don't get there until I start asking and getting answers to really good questions. And then the thing I just teased you on, maybe you hop onto this call, you've done a lot of research, you ask a lot of questions, and then you're like, oh, goodness gracious, I've learned enough here. (laughs) Maybe I'm not the right person for this. You're equipped now to let them go, to release them, to say with certainty, I don't think I'm the right person for you. I've got a friend that does this, or here's a community that you can look at, or have you ever considered looking at this? What I'm hearing is maybe you is you value X, Y, and Z, and I would advise you to do fill in the gap. So asking these questions allows you to provide solutions, and it also allows you to redirect them to other services or service providers if you're not the right one. This next piece is your ops activity of the week. What is your sales process? I want you to map it out. Whatever it is that you are selling, I want you to have that product, that process, that offer, that service. I want that to be completely mapped out in a process. I want you to know in your head, when someone says, Natalie, how does the hiring authority, what is your process for hiring? I want to be able to rattle that off. I want it to come as second nature because that displays confidence. That displays that I have done this in a repetitive way, I'm telling him, you should trust me. This happens all the time. And ladies, your gift is in process. I know this about you. When you can couple process with your leadership and experience, you will rock a sales call. So your operations activity for this week with episode number 82 is to map out the service or the product that you are selling so that you can easily articulate it. When it gets to the time in the call where you have asked questions of them, now the spotlight is on you. When you can open that conversation with, here's how I work, here's how this service plays out, I can see you sitting there on Zoom, shoulders back. You know exactly what you're talking about. Selling is about communications always. Selling is always about communicating communicating the value, anticipating their needs, you're going to have to practice it. And there is no better way to practice than to practice talking about how you deliver the offer, the product, the service, whatever it may be. So map it out and make sure you're comfortable verbally communicating this. So right along the same lines as knowing this process, the process that you're going to use to deliver that whatever it is that you're selling, this is next level, but create a visual. 
That way you can bring it up on a slide and maybe we'll give you some confidence as you go on to explaining this. The other thing is people learn in multiple different ways. Not everybody is going to be able to take in this process that you're really excited about because it's it's your zone. It's where you shine. But maybe this person is a visual learner, by the way, most people are. So if you can put this in a visual stance and you can pull it up on the screen and talk somebody through it, oh man, their ability to be able to say yes or no is going to happen so much faster. And I would caution you, whether it is verbal or whether it's visual, both ways, when you create those talking points and that process, I wanna make sure that you keep it high level enough to where you don't take it and you don't string this out to be a 15 minute sales conversation. I want these calls to be 30 minutes. I want you to have enough time to listen to them, share your zone of genius, share the solution, which is what we've just been talking about. How do you deliver this? And then turn it over to them. This can be done in 30 minutes, but I have found in my own experiences, if I don't make this process really crystal clear, I can mumble, I can fumble, I can take way too long, I can pull in examples that are not even relative to this particular customer. So just take the time up front to make sure you've got this process ready to go. When you're on this call, I want you to validate that they understand. Remember, it's two-way communication always. Are we understanding both ways? Are we both asking questions? If it's been one-sided, if you've been the one that's done all the talking or they've been the person that's done all the talking, expect a follow-up because both parties want to feel like they have spoken and been heard. So make sure that they validate that they understand. How does this feel to you? Do you have any questions? Have you ever had anything like this? What are your experiences? Those are all ways that you can validate that they understand. And then the last thing, only offer services that you fully own. I'm cautioning you from being in an inferior stance in a selling situation. Don't oversell, don't overpromise, don't change your offer, your zone of genius, and couple it with other things that may sound interesting that seem like they're in your wheelhouse, or better yet, maybe they're things that you used to do, and you're like, well, I mean, they need it. I'll just add it to my existing product or my existing offer. I have done this. You have done this. We have got to stop this because what happens when we say yes to things, when we allow the client to create offers for you, for your business, you may say yes now because maybe for whatever reason, you need the income, you like the client, it's a cool business you want to be a part of, you really feel connected to the mission. What happens when you say yes, when you really should have said maybe, you get into these businesses and all of a sudden the work is not exciting, which makes you feel lackluster. And it has a massive negative effect on the service delivery that you're giving them. So only deliver what you are capable of delivering. Only deliver your best work. Do not allow it to be watered down. Do not allow that offer to be watered down by what they want. Remember, most of us are going to be in independent contractor situations at first, maybe forever, but you're as an independent contractor, I want you to only sell what you're good at. And if you're looking at a full-time or even a part-time employment role, you may have as a part of the package and the part of the requirements, there may be things on there that you don't feel like you're the best at. I want you to be honest about that right at the very beginning. 
And turning away people is healthy. Just like when you interview for a role and you're like, oh goodness, this doesn't feel like the right fit. You know, when you have that feeling in your belly that this is not the right person, walking away, sending that note and say, I'd like to withdraw my candidacy for this, for this role. It doesn't feel good to me right now. There's nothing wrong with that. But the same goes for anything that you are selling. You're selling yourself. You're selling a partnership with the business as a service provider. If there is any kind of breakage in this conversation where you start to feel like you're a little on the reactive side, I would ask you to tune into that feeling and assess if you need to be walking away. Turning people away is healthy. It saves you so much stress, time, energy, effort. Trust me, you don't want to find yourself in that place again. And here's a pro tip for you. I want you to model your solution, the solution that you're selling this person. I want you to model this in the sales process. A lot of you that are listening today, you're probably selling systems or organization or processes. If you're someone who sells standard operating procedures, then you're a systems person. I want the systems to be buttoned up all the way to the top when you are walking into a sales conversation. The prospect, the lead, the customer, they want to believe you. And there's no better way to get that buy-in than to model it during the sales process. So if you are that person that sells SOPs, standard operating procedures, then I want you to show them through this process how you do that. Show them the way you work. Make it impossible for them to tell you no. At the end of the day, I can boil down all of the emotions in the sales process to mental toughness curiosity and listening, and then having the fortitude to say no. It's normal to have nerves around selling, but if you want to be in business, you're going to have to start getting more comfortable with the selling part. I have, it's been a lot of work. It's something I continuously work on, but I trust myself that I'm getting stronger and better, more clear, more confident as I move forward. And I want the exact same thing for you. Listen to the blocks that come up and equip yourself to overcome them. When you get those thoughts that come down, journal on them. When I've had the feeling or the thought that no one's going to want this, I wrote it on one page in a journal and I created a, a list of the people who did want this. I negated the emotion I was having, which was based on zero facts, but it was an emotion and I needed to address it. And one of the tools that I have used is this journaling mechanism. What about the idea that no one's going to pay for this? This isn't a service that people want. I told myself about being a director of operations, nobody really wanted that in the online space. That's what I told myself. I have changed the lives of hundreds of people because people really did want this. I'm showing other people that they do want this. I'm educating five, six, seven, eight figure business owners what directors of operations do because people will pay for this. But for a long time, I told myself, no one's going to pay for this. Now I write a list of people who have paid for this. I've looked at market research to understand how to price these things. So you've got to take the emotion. For me, it's been helpful to take the emotion, to journal on it, and then also find the facts. Find the facts that supersede that emotion that is not rooted in any truth. And you ladies know, I know we're on episode number 82. Hopefully you've listened to all 82. And in every single one, we have an ops activity of the week. So ops activity for 
episode number 82, is to document your offer process. How do you do what you're selling? What is step one, two, three, four, and five? What are the outcomes that your buyer can expect? What are you truly selling? I want you to put this into a list first, then put it into a visual and practice it, practice it, practice it. So your ops activity is to document the way that you deliver the service that you're selling. It's going to feel amazing and it's gonna feel supportive to have that when you get into the sales situation and it's going to remove the emotion. It's gonna shift that energy to you to where you're gonna feel confident. I know that when I go into the sales or the pitch after a webinar, oh man, it feels so good to know. I know the transformation that I have brought. I'm literally seeing the ladies that have come through the program that are having wins and successes every single week. I am seeing them. That is what is allowing me to feel confident to overcome the emotions and those awful questions that come up that are not rooted in any truth. But that's what allows me to overcome that. And I want the exact same thing for you. Sales are not easy, but if you're going to be in business, you're gonna have to build the muscle of overcoming the emotions of selling. I hope this has been helpful for you, friends. I can't wait to see you next week. And I want you to head on over to theopsinsiders.com. That is our free Facebook group. That's where we continue the conversation. That is where you're going to share your ops activity results every single week. All right, friends, I look forward to seeing you. Go ahead and check out the Facebook group, theopsinsiders.com, and I will see you here next week. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.